0: hey gladiator barbecue first off before i even do the first off of the first off of the first off of the show i'm gonna give that young man a wonderful shout out brother i'm so uh proud of you uh caught some little glimpses and uh shots of you over at the american royal love 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 the hard work and drive you know i feel very comfortable knowing that uh future barbecues and Overly qualified and capable hands like yourself, so see if we can do a little uh push in here there it is sorry, it's more of me, but frames looks better um here we are anytime you're very welcome, young man we'll catch up soon without problems well, with that
1: what, without this though probably right yeah he's not he's yeah, not he's sixteen okay. so okay, we're yeah. not.
0: We're not, we're not. I don't, I don't support underage yeah. drinking.
1: Well, five years you can clink glasses. <laughs> <laughs> yes. In five
0: years, we'll definitely clink. We'll definitely clink up. I'll get you your first bottle of bourbon. That's on me. Um, You got some good ideas, bad ideas, bud?
1: Uh, how soon yes. out from a uh, barbecue fest would you announce the lineup? Or how, how close would you, would you, how close would you be willing to cut it?
0: Not close at all. Like, I'm not. I'm not announcing an event unless I have a lineup, you okay, know, unless yeah. I've got, you know, so, so under two months,
1: work.
0: not, not, a, no, okay, two, no, no, right. what? No. Okay, all right, yeah, that's my good or bad idea. <laughs>
1: that's my good or bad idea.
0: Oh gosh. That, that's you, a, you want
1: some mystery in your lineup, man.
0: Yeah. I, I would say I, what I would go ahead and say is, um, we have guests from all regions and I would at least give two to three names as little teasers. Yeah. But I would have like a confirmation, like a full list ready to go. Like out, if you're doing it for marketing, cool. I dig that. Go ahead and drop, uh, come back every Tuesday. We're naming someone new. We're going to announce someone new. or every day for a week, we announce someone new. I don't, I don't. Who's doing this? Who's Who's out there pushing stuff without? We're not talking about that. We're not we not talking about that. Like, like on air, just like in general, <laughs> just in general. I feel like I want to press matters just a little. Like, can we get a hint? No, no, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> we're good. What region are you afraid of pissing off that you won't <laughs> even give me a hint?
1: I'm going to, I'm going to be, I'm going to be like, uh, God, who's the actor? Who's the actor that played, uh, Gordon and, and the dark Knight? I can't think of his name right now. Which one? What? Gary Oldman. I'm going to be Gary like Gary Oldman, Oldman from uh, Leon. Oh. Yeah. All everyone. Right. All, <laughs> yeah. Right. all right. Yeah, that's, that's That's who I'd piss off. Everyone. Okay.
0: Yeah. All right. Fair enough. I've pissed off everyone before. It's not as bad as you think, my friend. Yeah. It's not as bad as you think. All right. Well, uh, since you've done that, I might as well get into my spiel, Yeah. Hey, everybody, and uh, welcome back to another episode of This Week in Barbecue. This Week in Barbecue is a barbecue-focused podcast that introduces you and shares the news of the good, the bad, and everything in between in the world of barbecue. I am your host, Rashid Phillips, and joining me, as always, with a full and luxurious beard, my co-host... Brian Hull. That sounds a little bit hey, better this time. I, I'm trying. I'm trying there. It's just a there. weird thing. It is. <laughs> like, yeah. At least there's more bodies in the room. You don't feel this like you're just true. talking to me now. We got the stuff in here. You guys can't see it, but we're, we, we, we still be. need we
1: still need to get like a camera on Lee so he could chime in with his producer. <laughs> we should. <laughs> yeah. We should. We
0: just have the producer. who was uh who did who did Howard Stern have running the boards? It was Howard and Robin, and then he had somebody else oh. that, that was, They would always come to. That's what we got to get. Hey, yeah,
1: you, you gotta have you gotta be able to cut to the producer. We gotta get a Lee cam, and yeah.
0: we we got Corey just taking up space legitimately. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> you know what you would, I, I mean, technically, technically, if Lee's on boards, where does the host you, I mean, you sort of fall into the Beetlejuice category. It's like that or Pamela Anderson, because she was damn very regular on the show. You choose, my friend. You choose. Um, but this week, we've got all types of news. You guys have... Uh, sent in an obscene amount of questions, which we very much enjoy and thank you for. And if you were watching on the old Instagramies, you can tap the stories and watch us on YouTube. Think we've dialed in the audio, dialed in the video. We appreciate the feedback. We're working on it. It's a learning process, but we do this because we enjoy it, and it allows us to day drink.
1: Oh, and shout out to.
0: Oh yes, See the point smell? at it.
1: You can you can read the spiel, but shout out. I don't even
0: have a spiel because we don't do scripts here, but. <laughs> One time for the one time, my cat's over at M&M uh, and I guess we should do, say official official name because I don't want someone out there Googling and then they get like smoked uh, peanut m and in the mail, but uh, m M&M and BBQ Co., uh, great guys, I really appreciate it. They sent some merch, they sent some swag, and at some point before this episode is over, we're going to figure out a way to give you one of these hats. Well, not really, because I'm keeping this one, so to give you this hat.
1: And, and, I, and I had to sport it. You send, did have to sport send, it. They sent the swag. I, I would, but my it. hair's
0: still tight, and I've got, like, three more photo shoots in the next 10 days, so I got yeah, to... I don't I, have I a silk lining, so I can't I, had, I had to
1: cancel on my barber a couple weeks ago. <laughs> you know, it's one of those things, and I still got charged because I canceled too late. You canceled <laughs> too late? No, yeah.
0: I can't, no. My yeah. stuff costs way too much for me to cancel. But... um Since we are giving away one of their hats, I think it's only right. What I'll go ahead and do is I'll match it. And I've actually just, we just launched, I believe. Yep, what's up? We just launched our new PBC 3D puff print hats. Three colorways, shameless plug, because like I said, no sponsor. So I rub butts to keep the lights on. Uh, We've got our ash and coal. Got our all coal, all black PBC cap. And my favorite red and black these just dropped they are available on the site and before this episode is over i will figure out a way to do a giveaway with these as well so uh stay tuned now all that stuff's out the way
1: hey, hey you me know we, we, we started with like bad news last time oh gosh so let's start with good news all right how drop about some, some openings
0: news. okay i'm always down with some yeah, openings. so
1: uh lewis barbecue right originally now. out of charleston they opened their second location in greenville south carolina yeah couple weeks ago
0: so, okay shout out good job. And good job
1: their brisket price was kind of insane listen well, so they're still only charging like 27 dollars a pound for brisket so okay I go go get some brisket while yeah, it's still relatively we, can,
0: we, can, affordable. we can go go over there and flip uh <laughs> flip their brisket sales that's that's very 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 affordable so thank you what other what other good news since i have to always be the negative one?
1: Oh, i mean well, well you, my next one was Half good news, half kind of back to what we were talking about last week. Okay, we,
0: we're, we're going back on just the tip.
1: Well, no, okay, well, yeah, so Terry Black's finally opened in Lockhart.
0: The Blacks are coming. Take that <laughs> however you wish. So
1: uh, Daniel Vaughn wrote a good article about kind of the contentious history behind kind of Lockhart barbecue in general mm-hmm. and going over uh, a little bit of the... Uh, how the split between Blacks and Terry Blacks happened and stuff, but yeah, Terry Blacks are finally open in Lockhart. It's kind of like a homecoming for them, in all honesty.
0: For those who aren't as privy and in the know, who is Daniel
1: Vaughn? So he is the, I think it's handled like, barbecue snob. Yeah, but lead editor or head editor, like yeah, yeah, head, editor head, in chief, editor in chief of yeah. the barbecue section of uh, Texas Monthly. Yes, yes, so. it is. He
0: he's uh, he's a made man in the Texas mafia. So. Put it that way.
1: <laughs> <laughs> if, if he's in the Texas Mafia, what's Texas Gabagool? Is it just brisket?
0: Yeah. Okay. I the think the thing, that's, that's that's fairly good. Um, I've got, uh, you spoke on opening, so I'll speak on some events. I'll speak on a couple of things that are happening that are lighthearted and not so sad as you make it seem I, I am. Uh, we've got a few things going on, too, that actually involve our good buddy, uh, Chef David Rose, one time for David. Uh, he's actually going to be partaking in Chef's Classic, A Fusion Culinary of Secrets. That's really, really cool. And it's going to be taking uh, part in Barbados. Uh, they're having a uh, food and rum festival. You know, it's Islanders. It's us is food and rum. Stateside is food and wine. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's Islanders is rum. definitely food and rum. And that is. I, I think place I'm more
1: open to the food and rum. Uh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Missing out. Missing out. Uh, that is taking place October 27th to the 30th, and that's really, really cool. Um, the tickets are fairly, I don't know what the conversion is, but it's 150 BDS, so Google it. Uh, but it's a fairly all day type festival. They've got numerous chefs there. Uh, Chef David Rose, of course, is going to be one of the featured chefs. Uh, they've also got Eric uh, Adipong. You've seen him on, I believe it's Top Chef that he's been on. Uh, they have Ann Burrell and Huda Moonman. I'm not sure who that is, but I'm going to do a little bit of digging, get that info. But all of this will be in the show notes, so check that out. And this weekend, as Corey reminded me, is actually the weekend for the Fester 25th Annual Big Green Egg Festival. I hear uh, Miss Tina Cannon is supposed to be out there. Uh, Chef David Rose is hosting. He's going to be there, and that is at Coolray Field. It's from ten a.m. to three thirty this Saturday. If I you want are the in, Atlanta. yeah, yeah, um, or the once Gwinnett Braves, but the once Gwinnett Braves, but they that. couldn't afford the 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 uh, payout on that anymore, I, I, so that'll give that, it away.
1: That's the weirdest thing that you're the triple a team but can't afford to have the name braves
0: it's what got me is like can you imagine the overhaul on merch they had to do because it legitimately (laughs) happened overnight i remember the game was friday and then the next day sign was down new sign was up and all new merch is like that hurt somebody somewhere Mm. all right so hit me with some news bud what do we got all right
1: so actually got a kind of a, a unique festival out in dallas Right. The Q Barbecue Festival, November 4th to 6th. And oh. why I say unique is, like, a lot of times these festivals have, like, a really high general admission cost. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's more all-inclusive. So the general admission for this is only 15 bucks. Yeah, like, so you go in, you'll buy the food, like, because ah, like, it's not included. Okay. But, you know, and then they're going to have, like, d- it's hosted by Matt Pittman of Meat Church. And they're going so to have, like, Pittman. live cooking demonstrations and kind of, like, uh, like, Q and A's kind of stuff, and then like a bunch of really good barbecue joints out there: Pig Beach from New York, Mm. uh, Blacks Barbecue, The Shed Barbecue from Mississippi, uh, Hurtado from Dallas, Two M from San Antonio, uh, Loro Smokehouse is also going to be there. So there's a a good lineup, and it's a three day festival. But they also have like a pit pass, where you have like a two and a half three hour window, and it's all you can eat barbecue. That's so so you can. You can spend a little more and do that, but it's one of the, like, I thought it was interesting because a lot of times we're talking about these festivals, and, like, the, the cost of entry, even for the general admission, is pretty high.
0: Yeah, it's like baseline $100. Yeah, bucks. so
1: this is something where you could probably actually afford to take a family. Mm. Like, and it's a three-day thing, and I think it's at AT&T Stadium.
0: It is, and I like that a la carte style, like, yeah, hey, you're in, go get what you want to get. We're not going to push exactly, anything yeah. on you. Um, I know... Pittman was doing a live with the uh, guy in charge of it, and I believe they may have reached out uh, to us about partaking in one of those. I know I'd shot them something um, to a different rep about doing a, uh, if they're going to do something in Georgia, let's make some noise with it, but also, I'm not very much of a waiter, so it's like, why wait to have someone come here to do something in your home state versus just... Doing yourself, Georgia doesn't get a lot of love yeah. in the smoke game, man. We're we're constantly left off of. We have the, we have
1: the firebox, the Southern Soul Firebox series, <laughs> but that that got postponed because yeah. of the storm last weekend. Yeah. Um. So they do. Multi, Q does multiple cities. So this yeah, is the first time do. in Dallas. They do Dallas. So I know
0: they've got Denver on the list. I believe. Kansas City,
1: I believe, yeah. and then so Jacksonville still to come. Yeah. Two this year, and that's November nineteenth and twentieth. Mm-hmm. And, and we we have people. They don't have a lineup for that one.
0: We have people who just uh, who mentioned they're talking about the pricing on some of the stuff. Like, yeah, um, spirit. usually some of these things start at 100 per person. Um, hey, shout out to London. Definitely appreciate it. It's crazy. Bootsy, I saw you in here, my man. I know you're still doing uh, your everyday smoke. Right on. Michelle, thanks for being in here. Andy and everybody, Barbecue Ben. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Uh, hit the uh, link in the stories. Shoot over to the old YouTubes and drop those. Comments saying we got it monitored and set but festivals like this it'd be really interesting you know and people are asking on matt's live will he be cooking and he's not he's just he's just going to be hosting right he's just going to be out there hosting but these are people are wondering how do you get to know what smoker you want or how do you learn more about barbecue or how do you go to festivals like these that are dirt cheap 15 bucks a ticket imagine this you just paid 15 dollars to potentially have a conversation with some of the best pitmasters around yeah. if you can you know get back there and pull their air for two to three minutes i'll i'll pay 15 bucks for that for two to three minute conversation just to confirm hey what do you like about your rig and go in there with direct questions what do you like about your smoker uh what would you change about it get that info boom next guy next guy and then you left you're like man i paid 15 bucks i had some great barbecue and i have a wealth of knowledge and I'm better off for it because I'm trying to pursue this. So, yeah, look at it that way instead of, like, what the cost of everything would be. Yeah. I do have to say, a, rather quickly, a giant shout-out to uh, Bare Bones. Just thank you. We received a wonderful care package from them, and I cannot wait to show you all the dope stuff. i uh, got some beautiful knives, beautiful pots, pans, all types of dope stuff, ready for fall. I'm, I'm harvesting, gathering, foraging, and everything's getting cooked over
1: open fire. It is that season, man. Mm.
0: Yes, it is. It's open fire and bourbon season. Even though it's, it's that
1: kids. season where coats in the morning, uh, shorts in the afternoon. Yep. Then coats <laughs> again at night. A, <laughs> coats in the evening, and, yeah. and then maybe a wind chill advisory.
0: Yeah, that, that's that's about right. But I'm all I'm all for it. I'm all for it. So I guess it's on. Is it on me for news? Or you want to try to field a question?
1: Whatever you feel like. But I, I feel like we should get some questions.
0: Okay, let's let's swing it over. While I get the questions out, I do want to say. Thank you to Stan Hayes, who is the founder of Operation Barbecue Relief. He and the amazing guys of Operation Barbecue Relief literally jumped into action when Ian hit packed up. He reached out, but I was away filming, and I'm still traveling, so my schedule, I'm not able to get over there. But Sam and his crew are feeding thousands and thousands, and they're doing these things called bulk meals where the this you're not going to get a plate of pulled pork you're going to get a half tray or a full hotel pan of pulled pork green sides all of that and it's for you to take and distribute amongst those who need so definitely guys if you're looking to help got a couple extra bucks head over to bar um operation barbecue relief check out their instagram page all the info is there we'll drop it in the show notes but they're making a huge huge um uh difference and i just love seeing people utilizing their passion and skill at a barbecue to make a positive impact like this so shout out shout out to you stan brother uh billy this being recorded on youtube yes it we will save it on the old uh youtube so you can come back and uh see these rough exteriors later at your leisure
1: uh, do we have an announcement for the youtube
0: do we have an announcement for the YouTube?
1: Is yeah, this the, isn't yeah, this?
0: Isn't well, we'll see. We'll we'll, 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 we'll do it. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll do that.
1: We'll nice. Maybe I misread that. No, no, that no, getting,
0: you know, we got we got to leave a little bit.
1: You know, okay, a little all right, all right. Okay, well, them, that's at the end of the show. Stick around it, for the end of the show. Yeah, I
0: can't give him the whole thing up front. Just just the tip. Just the tip. <laughs> all right, so let's start with these questions. This is one we've sort of spoken on in various points. It's been phrased differently, but El Brew asked reverse flow versus traditional
1: what are you running i i run a traditional offset yeah. straight flow yeah. I, I, like is that actually the term straight flow offset um
0: straight flow or reverse hey who, who did that vane thank you so much for the badge i didn't know you could do that cool but uh you're running that's really appreciative man that helps keeps the uh the glasses full uh, straight flow. You run straight flow. I I I dip my toe in both. Um, Pearl is a straight flow, Penny and Phoebe are reverses. I've got a couple of the straights, but my biggest rigs are straight flows. And and I and I like it, but my straight flow has uh a rack.
1: Yeah, I mean like I've I, got I have got a double rack on my so I have uh an upper rack that I just don't use.
0: Yeah, you always take your grades out.
1: Yeah, well yeah, they're just they're just out at all times, yeah. like they're just sitting somewhere. <laughs> Shame.
0: Same. Yeah. May I ask why?
1: Uh, so, and this is actually pretty low for a straight flow on terms of the top temp. Okay. So at the front of the pit, it's about a seventy-five difference between the, the, exhaust level grate and the top grate. And at the back, it's about a twenty-five degree difference. Okay. And right now, the volume I'm cooking, I don't, I have those in case I need to up, like up. The volume I'm cooking Mm -hmm. but um since I don't want to cook like briskets hotter up there um I also don't want fat dripping on the brisket that I'm cooking on like the the straight grate and I do
0: I do an alternating stagger when I do that so if I do if I do three on the bottom yeah I only put two on the top in the gaps of the three down below it so that I don't have that happening and it just depends on where I am in the cook and I know that's going to be hard for some people to visualize who are listening to the podcast which is why you should go to YouTube and watch this video because it would be a great little graphic there. Um, Oh, Van said, listening to this while prepping my beef uh, uh, and tomorrow pastrami brine. Hey, right on, man. Let me know how that pastrami goes. Tag me in the end result. Let that thing ride out as long as you can. It's it's worth it. It's definitely a, a, a lesson in patience. Um, but but jumping back to the the rigs, I like both. I do like the flexibility you get with the reverse. This is definitely a little bit more forgiving, but it's not. It's nowhere near as easy as like your turn the dial knob models and rigs. Like you still have to know what you're doing to make right. it do what it. Do. So my question, with our knowledge of it, have you ever thought of purposely evening out your heat temps? I know I purposely keep certain hot spots alive in my rigs versus doing the modifications I know that I could do to get that same temp throughout
1: end-to-end. No, I would just cook different proteins up there. That's the, that's mm-hmm. the way I would look at it. If I, if I added back that top rack, especially yeah, yeah. on like my back door, yeah. Since so I have a 500, it'd be two different doors. I probably mm-hmm. wouldn't use the front door cook, or I would probably, about, I'd uh, wouldn't cook anything further than two thirds in. But I'd probably only do like beef ribs or chickens up there, something that could like actually benefit from the higher heat.
0: That's right. I forgot. Your rig does have the two doors because my, yeah. my five has a single. Yeah, no. I yeah, my, my, rig fives, has, my rig has my the two doors.
1: Single. So, like, I could cook a couple beef rack ribs up front and then cook probably another like nine nine to twelve in the back
0: mm. i dig it let's uh let's pop another one shall we yeah oh this one came from brad w do you smoke briskets to color and feel before wrapping or to temp than
1: wrapping both both right i mean there's this stigma that you should only do everything by feel or, mm. like, temp's a bad thing. Look, the people who know how to read a brisket by feel, they've cooked a shit ton of brisket. I've cooked a lot of like, brisket. Like, that's the thing is, like, a lot of people are never going to cook enough briskets in their lifetime to get it to where they can just do it by feel. Yeah. Um. So, using the temp as a gauge to figure out where you are in the brisket and also like observing and taking notes about how the brisket looks and feels Mm -hmm. at certain temps, that's going to make you a better cook. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah. But like the good thing is like, the the thing is like you could, you could think you're past the stall. Mm -hmm. You could be reading like 170 and it just hasn't stalled yet. Yeah, And then it drops back down to 150. So you might like think you're past the stall and then you wrap too early. And you're stuck. Yeah. I mean, really what you need to look at is, if you, you're like, like, in the 160 to 170 range and the brisket looks about the same size as when you put it on, then you haven't started really stalling. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: I go by feel now, um, just because I've cooked a lot of briskets. Not can't say I've, an I've cooked a lot. And I mean, I right. was drilling these things out, just practice, practice, practice. And then when our volumes scattered, because I knew I was going through them, because I would go from like, one brisket a pop-up like to two briskets a pop-up to where I'm going through cases a pop-up and then like w- then you just realize how to trim and you look and there is that certain feel And but before I got to that point yes it was definitely let me at least just get make sure that I'm past the safety barrier because once you're past the safety barrier then you can let it f- go and a lot of it is still by feel because you can some people say go by probe feel yeah and that's part of it too because you, you'll feel that tightness if it's giving or not um, my buddy Daniel, I was walking him through a brisket cook he was doing the other week, and he th- felt that I hit the saw He wanted to do all these things like, "Hey, let's just make a few minor changes. Let's not crank the temp. Let's tent it. Let's rearrange it on there. Let's." And I think someone asked that too, so I'll look for that question next. But once you get, I told him like, you'll start to get a feel for it. Like you'll, it'll just move away. And you're like, "Yeah, this is ready. It's not over. It's not under." And you push it right there.
1: Yeah, I mean, so like even at the end of the cook, like I'll temp and see if it's in a certain range that I yeah. expect it to be done, and then I feel the point and also feel the flat mm-hmm. to see where those are, and that's when I judge when to pull off. Because sometimes they will be reading two oh three, and I mean, the points yeah. points not done.
0: Yeah, so and that that's it. Like right. the, it's a good, it's a, it's a great like measuring stick, but that's not definitive. Two oh two. Does not mean every single brisket hit yeah. that hits a two oh two is ready to go. So it's, it's just not, not how it works. Not not how it goes. Like there's a myriad of these uh
1: Yeah, but like people was. people shouldn't be scared of running like using temp probes.
0: No, they shouldn't. Just yeah. find the right like one. It,
1: it's it's like it's a tool in your arsenal. Yes. It shouldn't be it shouldn't be like shouldn't be the end all thing where you judge everything by, but it also shouldn't be something that you're shamed for using. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Um, like, do you want? Yeah, I feel this is a good time to talk about the three, two, one rib question that I saw on your Instagram. Yeah,
0: we're, well, there's a, this this one sort of spiderwebs into so many uh, because someone had asked. Let me see if I can find that exact question. What is it? Does no that was for baby backs because someone asked about the three, two, one on babies because he's um is finishing. But it was all, funny enough. It was also Brad that asked. Any better way to smoke ribs other than the three, two, one? And I think my response was like, "Yeah, there's there's countless ways."
1: Yeah, I, I 3 like, two, one I, is a
0: is a base level starter. You've never yeah. done it, you don't know what to do.
1: I don't wrap until the ribs are done. Yeah, like that, like
0: and so- done. How? Because I I go by I run. Depending depending on the type of ribs that I'm making, yeah. I do baby backs completely different than I do spares and saints.
1: So I mostly cook full spares yeah. and, like, and sometimes St. Louis if, if someone asks for them. Um, like, I try and pull the ribs. Like, I, I I don't have a problem with temping ribs either. Temp ribs, like, I try and pull them when they're in, like, the 190 to 200 range. Like, because sometimes, sometimes you'll think that they're – they're showing a little bit of bend and they're not there yet. They're like, they'll start bending in that 170 range. Mm. And like, you're going to get a lot more bite in the 170. If you want more bite on your ribs, pull them in the 180 to 185 range. Definitely if you tender. want them a little more tender, if you want them more tender, but like not fall off the bone, the 190 to 195 range is like where you want to pull them.
0: I, I I can't even, I'm not even going to lie. I haven't, I don't temp ribs. Yeah. Uh, that's, that was all by feel, but also cooked by color when not doing the three, two, one, because you, like I said, it's just a baseline right. starter method. You know, it's sort of like steaks where they say two minutes one side, two minutes to the next side, base, 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 rest, yep. slide. That's all it is. It's a starter. Um, for ribs, I go by color, especially if I'm trying to get like a nice cherry color on it or a nice mahogany color. Once I get that in there, I'll do my little tricks and moves to hang on to that color and allow it to finish cooking without fully wrapping it. But uh, I think I did ribs for the first time in forever the other day. I just tossed on some slabs just to practice, just to practice around with them. And that was strictly going by going by color, not temping. Yeah. just strictly color. I needed that. I nailed it. Then I just let it ride and uh, did a little, um, um, almost like a boat wrap with a, a cheesecloth to keep the color and let the heat go. A little, little mop sauce and slice and enjoyed, man. I oh, flipped them upside
1: down and slapped oh yeah definitely Upside yeah so you ribs. have two hours then you flip your ribs <laughs> um. and people do
0: flip their ribs and people really take it serious like yeah we're just going back and forth. we're just you know uh, uh giving each other shit for it but uh, you know, I, I definitely know i know rodney flips his right so many people are telling me you know rodney <laughs> yes i do know
1: i mean it also depends on what kind of cooker you're doing like if you're True. cooking on a green egg like you're either probably using like I know a lot of people just use that rib rack man, and they'll never do a three two one on a rib like they'll just leave it on the rib rack.
0: Yeah, the whole time. Yeah,
1: uh, um, but nothing wrong with a rib rack. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with a rib rack. It's, it's like, a great know, space it's, saver. It's, it's, yeah, it's a, it's how you maximize the space on that thing.
0: It is because you're not going to get you don't get a lot
1: of real estate on yeah. an egg. Um, but like if you're cooking with like actual wood, like mm-hmm. and like whether it's a reverse flow, offset. Or even like a barrel cooker, like where you're hanging your ribs. Yeah, yeah. Like you're, it's easier to not do the the three, two, one. I figure like three, two, one. I think is is more beneficial, like on an egg, or on a on a pellet cooker.
0: And you've got to know what you're doing when you're doing a, a hanging on a barrel. Because yeah. If you over, you just lost your ribs. you you open up and they're just yeah you just (laughs) lost your ribs and i I don't think people get that so one thing i a a good tip is you can go get a piece of expanded sheet metal and cut it slightly bigger than the circumference of your barrel and wedge that down so it's above your fire in case your ribs uh drop you at least have a quick little safety net you'll hear and you can run in and grab them instead of them being covered in ash and burning up but
1: yeah, little. Oh no, little it's not tip. just natural flavoring. <laughs> <laughs> Probably when has more flavor than the turtle rub. Oh gosh,
0: <laughs> oh, poor turtle, poor turtle, poor turtle. Let's let's see, let's see. What else do we have here? Oh, let me let me jump over some news because there was some more news that I wanted to, I wanted to okay. speak on if I could. If you're if you're good with that, my friend.
1: Of course. Why wouldn't I be? Well, you never know. So
0: maybe you're not in the mood for news. Maybe you just want to woke up and chose violence today. I don't I don't know.
1: <laughs> I wake up and choose violence every day. There it is. There it That's is. the mantra, man. Like, if you don't wake up and choose violence, then, like, what are you doing?
0: What are you doing, doing with your life? Yeah. Uh, we've got two announcements here. One time for uh, Big Mo Kayson, his new show, World of Flavor with Big Mo. As aired, it is on Disney+. Plus. It aired October 5th. This is season one. I don't know. We may have a cameo in there somewhere. Um, Corey, because he was filming when we were at um Holy Smokes Fest last year. Oh, last year, okay. Yeah, yeah. He was filming way back last year and it just dropped and then he, you um know, I can't get into more particulars, but he's got a lot of fun, cool stuff happening. So if you've got Disney Plus, you're a barbecue fan, you're a big Mo fan, you may recognize him from uh what is it, Barbecue Pitmasters and a lot of other different cooking uh, shows like that. Go check it out. Like I said, it's on uh, Disney+. Plus. So I haven't caught it, but I'm going to take a look, take a gander. If you see a giant walking Jamaican oak tree with uh, locks, that is likely Corey. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, uh, to my main man, 100 Grand, shout out to Pops. He is doing a joint uh, book signing with Aaron Franklin um, at, hit, at the actual Franklin Barbecue location. That is taking place... When is that taking place? November 6th. This titled An Evening with Kevin Bloodsoe and Aaron Franklin. You can get your books signed. You can pick up uh, Pops's book. You can head over to Bloodsoe's uh, Barbecue.com and pick that up. And you can snag a book uh, from Aaron and get them both signed there. They're doing a whole meet and greet at Aaron's uh, location. So make so sure to go
1: Are they going to do separate lines for the meet and greet and the barbecue?
0: <laughs> yeah, that would be hilarious. <laughs> I would hope so. I would hope so. I got to call him and find out all the particulars. Um, But this was news to me that I just came across uh, one time for the uh, Dr. Howard Conyers, who is featured, and it seems like a documentary of sorts that I want to check out. I'm going to put the link in the show notes, but the doc is doing great things. He was also invited over to Dillard University uh, to speak on the rising depths of slavery, legacies of culture and expression and food. And that's happening October 28th and 29th. So make sure to check that out. The doc is doing a lot of work. I oftentimes tell people, you know, be careful and be mindful because people are fighting battles for you in rooms that you don't even know exist. And I can attest to that a lot. There's a, there's a renaissance happening and there's change occurring that affects so many You just may not even be aware that the results of people's efforts like this affect you. Perfect case is uh, the Preserve the Pit program, brainchild of Dr. Howard Conyers. And it's been able to affect so many and inspire so many. So there's a lot of change, a lot of stuff happening. Support your local pit master. Tell a friend to tell two friends by a pound and a half. Mm. By two pounds. Yes, sir. Uh, Back to the questions. Yeah sounds good okay so there was a lot uh question wise in regard to just brisket brisket was a hot topic this week it makes me wonder did it end up going on sale do people know
1: it went up in cost it did yeah uh, well, i wow. mean uh, it's rocking like 429 a pound for the primes right now
0: uh shameless plug guys here's uh, here's here's the new hats Go uh, check out a uh, barbecue. You could uh, you could me. literally hold up the actual I, hat. I could, but I like to, but, get but the instead of out. like
1: turning your phone, why you won't
0: you to... let me be great? Why? Why must you? I know, always, I'm trying. I'm
1: trying to get you to be greater.
0: You must always, always just smolder my flame. Uh, someone said, "Do you know anyone that is going to help South Florida with hurricane relief? We'd love support." Um, spirit junkie. We did just speak on Stan Hayes, founder of Operation Barbecue Relief. He is set up and stationed there. I can vouch for it right now. I was just talking to him. Um, he's there. They're offering these bulk meals. If you head over to thisweekinbarbecue.com, our Instagram page, and hit the stories, I just shared a story with him. Uh, he's sharing information of how you can get, Not now they've added individual meals but they're doing bulk meals there. If you visit the story, check it out. He's there, they'll have all the information how you can get grub, but they're they're handing out food. I want to do my best to be there and support as best as I can. So just a little bit trying, but they've got some great stuff happening over there. If you're in need of something in particular, or if that region is just not getting any extra attention that you think they need, Please send a DM over to This Week in Barbecue. My guys will get on it. We'll figure out something. We'll send up a flare to get that area as much help as we can possibly get. We'll, you know, reach out to our network and see what happens. Thank you for that. We, we know a lot of people are still very, very much in need. So, uh, let's see here. The questions. Boom, there we go. Ah, this was a good one. What is the best cut of meat to make jerky? I was gonna go chuck.
1: Very no, low. no I, I think too much. You want like almost no fat on jerky. Well, well, chuck is chuck isn't that fatty. I was gonna say sirloin, right? If you cut you do it top jerky. sirloin, yeah. Yeah, if you cut it super thin,
0: you do top sirloin,
1: yeah.
0: Well, not too thin, then it turns into a chip. I'd probably do yeah. like a quarter.
1: Yeah, and then let it dry out. Or yeah, I, like I, I, just don't like sometimes if you don't do like especially homemade jerky, you're not gonna get the fat right. So you don't want you don't want <laughs> it to go rancid. So you want as yeah. least fat on there so you don't mess it up. <laughs> well, you're
0: gonna mess it up. Yeah. All, hopefully you don't mess it all up too yeah. too bad where you can still salvage it. But that one came from uh, Olus Greaves who's always at, uh, asking and submitting questions. So that is much appreciated. Um, this is a fun one, and I wanted to save it for both of us because we're both nerds. Who wins in a fight, Superman or Goku? Oh God, this is <laughs> I say Goku mops the floor with that, that with with, exactly with Super, that voice you hear is uh Leo producer, but I say Goku mops the floor with how Superman. How many Doesn't even
1: matter. It, does, it doesn't matter how, how it's long on is site. how long is the training session <laughs> mon- uh, montage that season? <laughs> <Like>. <laughs>
0: no training session, it's on site. It's, it's, on, so, on site. it's on site they're laying hands uh, goku's catching clark coming out of the grocery store or whatever he's well, did someone say superman no i'm gonna need you out of this like, chat like, goku so, is mopping the floor with superman you know since all like, hands on deck
1: goku might be fighting on like a far distant planet where superman's not getting the sun power <laughs> this is this is also a possibility
0: the thing is superman isn't a fighter he's just strong Superman has never trained in his life. He's taking these wild haymakers. He's blowing at you. <sighs> he's No, that's not happening. Um, well, thank you for asking, but I'm in a heated debate because my cohort here thinks Superman would lay hands on... No, I didn't, Goku, I didn't say that at
1: all. I just asked.
0: You didn't say Goku was taking the W. So in turn, you that alludes to the fact that you're saying he'd lose. I just, Goku's a fighter. Superman's just strong. I, it's going to take
1: him 18 episodes to get ready for the fight, though. <laughs> <laughs> like... We're doing uh, and one then, episode. And then how many episodes? Is this? Well, they are five minute yeah, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. We're doing whoa, whoa, whoa. it's
0: one episode. The, all the Marvel five minutes. Like
1: they're they're twenty five minutes of like him yeah. just sitting in like a, it's a bunch of commercials. It's, yeah. three,
0: it's three episodes of power ups, but <laughs> at episodes. the end of the day, the
1: spirit bomb. The spirit. the spirit bomb's taking seven this time. Yeah.
0: Goku. Goku's. Goku's fighting. You know, he's he's laying hands. He's he's he's. Take, no. Goku's All right, we just need it.
1: we just need that DC versus Goku fighting game. I'm sure there's. I'm sure. <laughs> I mean, DC ether, versus Dragon Ball. DC versus DC. Goku's so strong, it's just DC versus Goku. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. It's
0: it's Goku. So no, I, I got to get off this topic because I'm getting hot and heated. Uh, I think the
1: cable to your camera is getting hot and heated.
0: Probably because of some foolishness going on. Uh, someone asked, "How can I use my salted caramel whiskey in meats, or is that?" a thing I should just drink yes just drink it
1: just just drink it just
0: drink it the way to use it in your meats is as your meat is cooking pour it in your glass and drink it
1: yeah that, that's the perfect answer is yeah. like yeah drink it while you're cooking the while meats. you're
0: cooking like even reducing that down a form or adding it to something to make a gloss or something no the caramel there wouldn't be for meats you could definitely swing it and reduce it down to like a, uh, like a yeah exactly you know at for dessert but uh I wouldn't I wouldn't lay that on Wouldn't put that on meats. I would not put that on everything. Oh, I got to say, Coppage said, hey. Oh, nice. (laughs) Lost Boys for Life. Crap, it's his birthday, yeah. Hey, buddy. Miss you, bud. Love you all. Reach out soon. I know. uh, Times are weird, but that's what it is. Uh, Someone said, let's see, what are the next ones? This is another thing that sparked from like, a name we won't say on air, but do you think adding tallow when wrapping a brisket actually does anything?
1: Uh, so it depends on like, here's the thing where I do have a theory. Okay. Let's, let's, let's hit it. So if you're holding your brisket for like longer than 10 hours, I do think tallow is beneficial. Okay. Okay. I like, like it keeps it moist. Uh, Like the theory that it will reabsorb some, uh, I don't have to do more experiments with that. But see, there you go. Like, don't show it on the camera on your phone holding up. Like, show the actual product. So let me be great, man. Jeez. Uh, no, not not let you be great. Let you be greater. Let me be greater. Yeah. yeah. Um, like I yeah.
0: If you're I, holding, you want the tallow, but if you're, you're holding you want just the tallow. I mean,
1: the other thing is like it's honestly there are two Really good benefits to tallow, especially when slicing. It looks like when you pour it out oh, it over the brisket, like and it starts to glisten, it, makes, a for a great, it great, makes for a great presentation piece. The other benefit that no one really talks about, and if you watch someone that has just loaded up, a, like, like tallow-fied their brisket, we're going to call it that. They tallow-fied their brisket, and they slice their brisket. Watch what they do, especially on a lean slice. Mm-hmm. They'll do what we call, I call it the swipe. <laughs> they got that tallow-filled glove. They'll kind of swipe a layer of tallow. Mm-hmm. Over the slice of brisket. And what that's going to do is it's going to keep it from oxidizing faster on the plate so that when someone goes and takes the plate and sets it down, those slices are going to look better for pictures instead of oxidizing almost instantaneously. Nice and
0: and shiny. Nice and sheen. Everyone's yelling at you and telling you to let me be great.
1: I want (laughs) you to be greater.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, um, I believe so. I believe the towel does help a, a bit, but... Here's yeah. the thing. The tallow is not a miracle cure. No. it's. a ta- I don't care. You can have A5 Wagyu tallow. It's not going to fix a bad brisket. Right. There's nothing you can do about that. The
1: people that are cooking good briskets are going to be cooking good briskets without with a, tallow. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Uh, now, if you're experimenting and you're trying to, you know, hit it with more than the Texas two-step, then I appreciate that I like tallows that are infused. Like, my tallows have... Um, And I've done lives where I've shown how to make it, where I've got garlic, rosemary, basil, sage. I've got a towel for everything, different aromas, different things added on. Um, And that's when it's going to impart more flavor. But once again, it's not going to fix anything if I screwed up the cook. But it will help, but don't rely on it to like, oh, well, this is really dry. This is going to absorb all this and be back to normal. No, no, no. No.
1: If you don't cook the brisket right, or you overcook it? or you undercook it? Yeah. Tallow's not going to save it. Ooh, Tallow un- is
0: undercooked a- brisket. That's that'd be a that's a that's a heck of a trick to do.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, the, you, people used to say pull a brisket at one ninety. <laughs> <laughs> this is true.
0: Yeah, uh, <laughs> this is a funny one. This one came from uh, Jay Free. How many slabs of brisket can you bench? I'm assuming that one's to it. Where- directed towards me um i guess it depends on are you talking like pre-trim or post-trim briskets because that's, well, let's, that's let's, a just, it, let's just do it in somewhere. cases uh my my i haven't maxed out in a while but i was i can i can move four i can move four and change
1: yeah that sounds but i think you're undershooting yourself on that no
0: 400 okay oh pounds, yeah. well, well I, so i, the, I thought you say four like, cases no, no, no my, my yeah uncle. four
1: cases so that's actually that's actually closer to like what, seven cases?
0: Yeah, seven or almost a pallet. Right? Seven, seven yeah. or eight cases? I, 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 I move about 400 pounds. Okay, change, there you go. You know? yeah. Yeah. I, I stay in shape so I can lift briskets.
1: So, uh, like, for people that don't... That's 35 to 40 briskets.
0: Yeah, top end 40. Yeah. No trim. Yeah, pre, no trim. Pre, we're talking no, pre, pre-trim. 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 Still trim bagged. Briskets. Yeah, bag pre-trimmed. Hi, Aerie. How are you doing? In how search the, of yumminess, <laughs> how are you doing this afternoon?
1: Yeah, I would like to... Now I just have the mental image of a... Uh, of a bench bar, but with, like, hooks of brisket hanging off the side. That would be,
0: you see all these crazy, we go back and we share all the time, we see these crazy workout routines, guys balancing, like, a whole bench rack and stuff and doing this. I'm like, nah, let's get to the gym, slap some. They are going to throw something all type (laughs) of ways. But uh, where is it? Oh, this is pretty cool. And a hard question. And shout out to Jay Fitch for always uh, supporting the podcast, man. If you had to live without one of the following, which would it be? Beef, chicken, lamb, or pork? I feel like for you, it's. I kind of know which one for you. Um, but it took me a lot of this one through. Like chicken, probably. Like like chicken yeah. seems like. You could go the rest of your life without chicken
1: no um, I, I'm, I can't I'm,
0: i need my lemon pepper wet i'm a, I'm, a, I'm a cfa fiend <laughs> oh, okay.
1: they've gotten
0: they've gotten tight with their birds man and yeah. cfa are not on the good talking terms
1: no uh probably like just because i don't eat it as much probably lamb
0: i figured it'd be lamb for you yeah. but i had to say pork and I'm a miss bacon, but I'm not giving up lamb for bacon. And they know I, my wings aren't going anywhere. I'm gonna need me a twelve piece anytime. I, uh, and my steaks—that's—that's that's just. That's I'm, ca- I'm kind of
1: known for a thing that where like pork is a pretty crucial ingredient. Yeah, and and, and kind of big. And, and lamb casings are a, a pain in the ass to deal with. So yeah. like, I, I can't give up pork.
0: No, I, I could I, I said I can. I can give up pork because I stopped making pork because you make better sausage. I yeah, so sausage yeah,
1: because like um. Yeah, and, and you don't use like I'm not going to be using making sausage and beef bung. So I can tell you that. No, no,
0: that's 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 a solid no go. Yeah, but I knew that I knew what uh, which one that was for you. Let's see. Oh well, do we have? Do you have any more news you want to hit real quick?
1: No, I'm actually. That I only had the three. Okay, well, well technically like four. Okay, okay. Yeah, but did you have another one?
0: I think I've got another, but I want to pose this question to you while I hunt for the next one. Can you give us uh, someone to know? Can you give us a hint of what is in the? Oh well, what's in the cookbook? The recipes you guys have been asking for. Um, jerk chicken is in there. Uh, uh, curried curried uh, dishes are in there. Traditional dishes. It's a it's a journey through basically my life. Some of the most pivotal moments always centered around some sort of a dish, some sort of food, and I am recreating those dishes and sharing those moments with you all the ingredients everything that's in there so by the end of it you should know how to get down and make jerk chicken the true way like i'll do it at pop-ups but like if you come to the spot i'm like yo i'm making jerk just know there was two days worth of prep before that i'm doing it with all my tips and tricks as best as i know how to make jerk chicken with uh, the real wood and it's hard to get pimento here so i'm using the tricks that i use to get right. the flavor here so it's an, it's an in-depth i know that's gonna be the hook but that's that's what's being made and i can promise you one thing um and 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 my guys I like we've talked about this before i guarantee you my cookbook is unlike any other book cookbook that's out there And that is just because of what it will offer. And I know this for a fact because we did a lot of research beforehand. And this book, it's no book like it. And I'm willing to bet once it's out there, the elements that are part of this book, will you'll start seeing pop up in books that come after it. That much I'll say. But putting in work, man. Uh, One time for Michael Simon, he just wrapped shooting... His Sunday Suppers cookbook. This past week, I believe his is dropping next spring or next fall. So, uh, shout out to Michael Simon. He's, he's cool cat. Cool on the other side of the pillow. But um, let's hit you with these questions. Yeah, what is your favorite side dish? I need to step my game up because you and I, I want you to go that because you 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 serve at your pop up some really. Fun and funky uh, uh, uh. size with your with your dishes. So I mean,
1: like, are we talking about just favorite side dish, like in general? Like, because okay, like we can do sides yeah, in general. Like, uh, if I'm at home, man, like I really like good roasted Brussels sprouts. Uh, like
0: okay, yeah, like okay.
1: like really well done, good roasted Brussels sprouts. It's like top tier. I like that. Yeah, um, if at, at a pop up. I mean I mean the biggest the biggest move is mac and cheese. Uh, you but do like, make
0: a great a great mac Yeah, though.
1: but like at the same time I was like I can't eat a ton like I don't like honestly if I'm just talking like my favorite side dish at another barbecue joint, like if I'm mm-hmm. going just like I I dream about bees hash and rice. Oh
0: man, bees like, like
1: that's like bees makes like
0: you you know what's upsetting? Like B does not cook enough for as hungry as I am for his food. Right, yeah, <laughs> that's what's upsetting. That, honestly, right.
1: that's why I stopped going to like the the Kroger spot is because like yeah. he, he wouldn't have hash and rice, yeah. he wouldn't have the peach barbecue sauce, yeah. and he wouldn't have the uh, he wouldn't have the uh, the crackling corn cakes. Yeah, yeah. so B, B is, and I'll
0: that segues into the next bit of news, uh, a follow-up. Well, you,
1: d- you didn't answer. What well, I'm gonna come back oh, to that, okay, but right, you right.
0: spoke on B, so I'm gonna speak on it, and okay, I'm gonna come okay, back okay, to okay. it. Uh, B, uh, pitmaster Brian Furman of Brian Furman Barbecue or Brian Furman BBQ is going back to Harvard again. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, pitmasters are teaching courses. He's back at Harvard to teach the thermodynamics of barbecue. B is one of those casts that I can talk the science aspect of what we do for hours because there's so much science in it. And the lecture is part of their science and cooking series that is going to be taking place on October seventeenth on Monday. I believe they're gonna stream it. They he at least had it on his feed last year. Uh so make sure to catch that. It's at seven PM on Monday. Will I be here? No, I'll be in Connecticut. But I'll catch it. I'm gonna watch it. Um make sure to tune in. If you're trying to learn, you're trying to get the depths of it, this is really what separates this is how you become a pit master. Understanding ins and outs the size tops and bottoms of what you're doing shout out to B for for doing this and shout out to Harvard for having him back he made such a wonderful impression and and it was in demand that are like please come back so he's going to be doing that and more info will be located in the show notes so check that out but answer your question or the question that was posed to us my side you know there's always going to be the max and what have you's but I I get down with cornbread, man. Like I really love really good
1: cornbread. Really
0: good cornbread. That's just a staple uh, my grandma made it, my aunt made it, my mom made it. Now I get down and I make it, but I love cornbread. I'm not talking Jiffy boxes either. I'm talking that ground cornmeal. I used to watch my grandma pulverize that stuff and make it for us. So. And it's not sweet. Yeah. It's yeah. just it's just so good. So my side is I love cornbread. I th- I put out a video a little bit ago. On the Instagram, where I showed that I'd uh, roasted some corn, minced that up and then made, turned that into like a little bit of a cornmeal paste to add to my cornbread. And that was really good. It was real. Was that? You, we were mm-hmm. in the house with that dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was good.
1: What are, you, what are your favorite like your, like barbecue sides when you go someplace?
0: Barbecue sides. I like checking out people's, people's collards. Yeah. You know, because I can tell them like if the collards hit and I'm like, yeah, the rest of the food will go because you can't. You, you can taste a shortcut in a collard right. real quick. and You can tell if it's the frozen patch, just heated up. So I like collards. Um, Bees ruined griddle cakes for me, man. I can't really enjoy griddle cakes anywhere else. He's, he makes yeah. really good griddle cakes. Uh, I'll do the cornbread, but collards, cornbread, um, mashed potatoes, always good. I like good mashed potatoes.
1: Uh, but yeah. I, I like getting the sides that, like, aren't at other places. Like what? So, like, Interstellar in Austin, they do a smoked scallop potatoes.
0: Mm. Okay.
1: Yeah, and that's really good. Or, you know, like, or if a place has really good grits.
0: Oh, I, I love grits. I do a mean um, smoked uh, brisket and grits. Nice. It's, it's good. And the trick is you take the the tallow to help form... That with the butter and then whip those brisket. Oh, yeah. It's good stuff. Because I'm getting hungry. Think about it, to be perfectly honest with you.
1: You get that other half of the pub
0: sub. (laughs) That's exactly what I'm going to go to. (laughs) But I think we've aired it out. We've got, there's a few more, but let's do one, 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 one more. And last. Yeah, we'll do one more question. Let's so who's, the one lucky, one. who's the lucky?
1: Who's lucky question? I don't know. We're
0: gonna we're gonna roll the dice right now and see. And as I do, we'll shamelessly plug the fact that you can now purchase Phyllis Barbecue Co. hats and 3D mesh print on our website. They just dropped today. Get them before they're gone and before Christmas, because we just got an email on shipping rates
1: skyrocketing. Uh, and I, I hate to do the, uh, the the South Park meme, and, and they're gone. And they're gone. Yeah. and they're gone. And they're
0: gone. And they're gone. That's pretty much how it is. And let's see, our last question. I wanted to be a really good one, a thought provoking one. No, I've never thought about smoking alligator. Would have know where to get a whole alligator. Preferred charcoal, I burned down my own. The problem with the alligator again.
1: thing is you got to go to Florida. Yeah,
0: which I'm sure they've got an abundant of them out in the streets right now, so it wouldn't be too, too hard.
1: That movie crawls all over. <laughs>
0: So I wish this person would have resubmitted, but they didn't. And I'll ask you the question, and if you don't get it, maybe we'll go to another one. But uh, Seattle Soul asked, go-to smoker seasoning, mass-produced. So I didn't know if he meant like a, a cooking seasoning or, or like seasoning this, the smoker.
1: So I'm guessing
0: he's... Because I don't know of a mass-produced seasoning yeah, like, for the smoker.
1: Well, I guess I guess linseed oil is technically mass-produced. Guess yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, I mean, I canola oil and like any like those are all mass produced. And I guess if you really wanted to spend some money, that that Chicago Packers wagyu tallow oh is now gosh. mass produced.
0: um Let me see if you sent something. In cause I, I, I think I think it's yeah.
1: I think it's just like like barbecue seasoning. That's what I'm going to go with.
0: Think it's barbecue seasoning. Yeah. Think we're going to send him a bottle of turtles?
1: Yeah. No. <laughs> don't don't do that. Okay. So I haven't gotten to try like Zavala's or Goldie's yet and they're kind of distributing more. Okay, here we go. He
0: did resubmit. He said meat seasoning. Meat seasoning. Okay. So all right, so we've got you. I wasn't I wasn't sure. I was like, does he mean
1: I mean back in the day before like I like started making my own rub. I guess it wasn't as mass produced as more local. Yeah. Thing. I did like using Fox Brothers rub. Really? Like especially if I didn't if I was going to a buddy's house and I wasn't going to have time to make my own rub. Or they, I, I wasn't gonna count on them having the stuff to make a rub. Mm-hmm. Fox Brothers rub was, I, I liked, um, um, but I, I hadn't. That was before like I knew about like meat church and stuff like that.
0: I've never used a meat church rub. Yeah. Never owned one. Never popped a bottle. A lot of people,
1: a lot of people swear by Holy Cow and Voodoo.
0: That's what I've heard. I've 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 checked out Cosmos Q stuff. Yeah, Cosmos a cool cat. Shout out Cosmo. Hope everything's well, brother. Um, Obviously, my go-to are mine. I've been working on mine for a very
1: long time. I really like Father.
0: Thank you, brother. So. I put a lot in there. I've been working on it for a better part of 70. I still have the original napkin that I drew the artwork on for Father. So, okay. little known fact. Uh, <laughs> it's the napkin. Just a scan of the napkin. Uh, I mean, yeah. Little known fact, guys. The artwork you see on our rubs was actually drawn by yours truly. I've been working on this a long time, but... My go-to rubs are always my rubs. Like, the cats come over, they'll see that's what I'm using. Even as just a base and I may build on it, I'm still incorporating in them somehow. If uh, one of the ones that I do love because of the name and the flavor is the traditional butt rub with the little pink pig in the, <laughs> yeah. in the chef's hat. I always got down with that. I was like, this is actually a funny rub, but it actually tastes really good. And so that would be... My choice because our rub is also mass producing. you can get it at philsbbqco. Just let you know.
1: And uh, don't don't do the thing of using like two or three rubs on a on a yeah, piece yeah. of protein. Yeah, don't just don't 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 hit it with like.
0: We're going to use the voodoo. Then we're going to hit the holy cow. Yeah, then we're going to hit yeah, the business. Yeah. Then we're going to use that. the
1: coffee rub. I'm like, what? That's I don't. A, just use one. And be, stick be, with it. Call it. Call it a night. Call do it. Do another night. cook with the other one. Uh, maybe add some more pepper <laughs> like yeah. or, or salt. <laughs> like don't, don't or add, add another rub. rub
0: to it. I'm going to make a rub. My next all purpose rub will just be turtle rub.
1: Uh, you know, I mean, that's gotta be like a section in your cookbook is turtle rub. Oh gosh.
0: I don't know. That'll definitely get me banned from a lot of places. <laughs> don't go against the family, man. You know that. Don't go against the family. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, that's been good. But do you have anything up on the docket that people should know about? Yeah, uh, yeah, you do because you're doing an event on my birthday or the week of my birthday.
1: Yeah, yeah. So October twenty second. Well, you're well, you're doing an event the week yeah. of your birthday. Yeah, but well, that's not really important. No, let's talk about like. So you're in Connecticut. I am in Connecticut for the Roost Festival. The Roost
0: Fest. Myself, Brad Leone, and a lot of other amazing chefs. We're going to have some. Uh, we've got some cat slinging pizzas and pies. We're going to be doing a lot of open fire stuff. There's this giant. Uh, set of rocks they call it the fire beast that's been constructed that i'm just going to get to play around with legitimately just play around with different fire sections different levels different gratings Uh, making uh, some smoked uh, jerk clams with some rustic root vegetables we're going to have some wagyu in there but it's weird right so why would you as a company here's another good idea bad idea be a company reach out to someone to be a part of their event tell them you'll provide everything and say you'll send sample stuff for the person to test and try to cook with then 24 hours later say no never mind we'll just give you a 15 percent discount like wait why why did you waste my bandwidth my internet email space and have me take time to format a menu i'm gonna ask later. not salty about yeah. it at all but you just burnt time that i don't have to waste so don't do that um so the menu's going to be some jerk clams with uh, rustic root veggies, all open fire. Um, I'm having a ball. I'm bringing my heat-resistant gloves, my aprons, and my work boots, and we're just going to go through it. We may go gathering for clams and oysters as well. You, well, do I owe you jerk rub, or you've got jerk rub to do some links, yeah?
1: Uh, no, I think I, I need a new batch, because we, we need to... Ooh.
0: Ooh, well, I gave you peppers. I've got... You gave, you gave me... I've, yeah. got, well, you, no. I've got reapers. You, you, you,
1: you showed me a bag of peppers that I, I didn't commit to taking yet. Yeah, no, those are yours, man. <laughs> um, No, you need to... We need to do another, like, uh, I have a little bit of the marinade, but we need more of the rub. The dry? Because, like, yeah, I think that's what, like, made that second link sing, that the third link didn't sing as much. Copy.
0: Yeah. Right. So I'll do that. We'll. Uh, I'll get you some more of the rub. We'll get that. We'll toss it in
1: Corey's bag, and we'll be able to go take it uh, it up there. It'll
0: be a chef's delight because it's not going to be enough
1: because we're doing 600 people. (laughs) We need to stash it in a bag, put it in a jar of peanut butter.
0: (laughs) No, we have have to do all that. Usually, what, nine times out of ten, like, someone at TSA recognized me. They're like, oh, cool. Like, he got stopped when we were coming out of Texas because he had these uh, rubs from uh, Al Al Frigoni, and I was like, it looks like wheat.
1: (laughs) <laughs> oh, it wasn't it wasn't even a wee thing i was just it they're just gonna take the links <laughs>
0: <laughs> and they, they checked they stopped him because he looks like a suspicious character i'd stop him too they just let me go by he's like oh the bar yeah, of course he'd have bottles of stuff and just yeah, made, made him go on by but the, so yeah that's where i'll be i believe tickets are still available the roost fest is gonna be a ball uh
1: i think vip tickets are out yeah, general VIP, yeah, general VIP missions still sold i think
0: they're almost at capacity for general admin so get it wild again still yeah good um it'll be good it'll be i'm looking forward to it man it'll be a good time but you've got one you'll be round tri- no round trip Round trip. Yeah. Round trip. Yeah. And yeah. it might
1: be my, the last full barbecue pop-up that i do for the year i'm just not like i don't have anything lined up yeah and like as it gets colder it's harder to do stuff outside and and the pop up in the pop up world yeah, yeah you kind of pick venues you can set up inside but it's if there's nothing true. available this might be the last full barbecue i'll do some smaller stuff mm-hmm. with more limited menu but like if you want the full spread we may
0: have to we may have to i'll figure it out let's see I'll, before you hang it up i want to hang it up with you so we'll i'll I'll, I'll shake something i want to do one last Hurrah. like big old cook yeah. you know for the pop up wise um, but I've got some fun stuff that I got planned for my buddies, the Angels, when they come to town in November. So I'll, I mean, I'm still gonna roll smoke, but I want to do one more pop up if I can. Right. I'm trying to squeeze it in there. It's yeah, no, just I, hard.
1: I've got a couple like weeknight stuff that I'm doing around Atlanta. Okay. So like keeping keeping like an eye out, and I got like a special Real thing share. I'm working on, a special limited menu, okay. limited run menu, uh, like, like on the 23rd of October. So
0: heck yeah let's do it let's do it well brother it has been a blast as always and thank you all so much for tuning in and listening if you haven't already please like follow and share tell a friend to tell two friends and uh i'm rasheed phillips and joining me as always brian hull and this has been this week in barbecue thanks guys for watching and remember be good to one another salute take care